Hello and welcome back to At the Kitchen Table with Macro Works. This is season two, episode 16. Look hey, at me. Take two months off and I actually get one right. Nailed it. <laughs> um, anyways, we're back after a very long hiatus, I feel. Um, we're just, I'm um, obviously this is Burgundy and I'm here with Coach Trey as hey always. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was so naive thinking that when the kids got out of school for summer and we had more free time, that we would be able to just knock these out and stick with our routine and be knocking these out like one or two a week. And that was a very unrealistic goal, which is a great segue into what our topic is going to be today. Yeah, for sure. But we just kind of underestimated how busy in a different way we would be at summer, which obviously we have three kids at home. Not right now. They're actually staying with their grandparents, which is why you're getting an episode this week. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just been very hard, like navigating their summer schedule with our work summer schedule. And being able to do this with three dogs and three kids at home in the background. So we're figuring it out, but we're back and hopefully we're here to stay more consistent. That's right. Um, but anyways, we're going to start with shout outs as always, because we got 10 today. So we're behind, but we're going to knock them, <laughs> knock a lot, a big chunk out of them out today. Several of these had to be updated because, yes, uh, so we apologize. because they've gone even further yes, since they hit they're their, just killing these, it. these milestones. So. so yeah, so starting with Erica Perry, um, she has hit 14 pounds gone, which I'm pretty sure when we put her on this list, she had hit 10 pounds gone. So she flew past that. Um, she's freaking killing it. She is, yeah, she's just doing great. Yes. Such a rock star. And then um, next on our list is Jamie Ramirez. And I just got to say, we have Michael on this list too in a minute, but the freaking Ramirez crew is just thinking, killing it. Like, yes. It's so cool. I'm pretty sure like we've worked with Lizzie for a long time and then her husband joined and then some of their family members joined and they're all doing it together. Family, and, friends, people they yes. hang out with. It's, I mean, it's really, just really cool to see because it's so fun on the other side of it. Whenever I have like Michael text me and then Jamie texts me and Lizzie texts me and all the other Ramirez crews text me and they're like, we're at a party right now, but we're all sticking to it together. And I'm like, this is so <laughs> freaking awesome, awesome. because yeah. <laughs> your coaches hold you accountable to an extent, but having that extra extra accountability at home, it, it just really does make a huge difference, especially when everyone you're surrounding yourself around is on the same page as you, because that really helps when you go to a place and you're kind of like, well, I'm going to splurge today. And then your friend who's also on the program is like, no, you're not. We're doing this together. <laughs> like instead of most of the time we see with clients, like go to a party and their friends are like, oh, you can do it for one day. It's okay. You don't have like, that's what I mean by like having that support at home is so crucial. So it's so fun to see you guys killing it. And I didn't even say what he's on this list for, but Jamie has lost 12.7 pounds. So over 12 pounds gone. And they just started, honestly, like yeah, he's freaking ago. killing it. Um, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent on the Ramirez's career. I'm just really excited about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, no. <laughs> and proud. Worth it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next on our list is Jessica Brighton. Uh, I still don't know if I say your last name right, so let me know if that's wrong. I'm so sorry. I mispronounce my kids' names all the time, so it's nothing personal. Um, anyways, she's lost over 20 pounds. She's at 21 pounds gone, and she is just someone who works so hard, and she doesn't really, like... I don't know. Like, she's a quiet one. She is a quiet like. one. She's yeah. not like a squeaky wheel. Like, you know, the clients and like, if you have kids, like your squeaky wheel is what I call them. The kid <laughs> who just like demands attention, not really demands it, but they're more vocal about their needs or yeah. struggles and stuff like that, which is great. Don't get me wrong. My clients, if you're listening yes, to this, want we you want you to reach out and yeah. communicate those things. But Jessica's one of those she's that I... She's done it. She's, that's, she's really she done really a great ha, job She reached that. out when she was struggling and didn't yes. understand something. We told her. And now she's just kind of coasting and yeah. doing exactly what she needs to do. She's taking the tools we give her and she's using it. 
And then she's freaking showing up 20 pounds gone. So yeah. it's working and we're so proud of her and her consistency. Because again, she hasn't been perfect, but she's been consistent. There's a huge difference and you don't have to be perfect to lose 20 pounds. She's evident of that. And it's amazing. Yeah. Like creeping up on that goal weight. Yes. She's just killing it. All right. Next on our list is Jesse Ray Burkett. She's also like hit a huge milestone and she's another one of those that just like Jessica, she kind of just goes through the motions. She reaches out if she is struggling with something and then she takes our advice and runs with it. And she's almost to 35 pounds gone. Like it's freaking amazing. That is a small human child. Yeah. She has lost a human child. Exactly. <laughs> Literally 35 pounds is just something like any milestone is to be celebrated. But when you actually like if you don't know what an actual one pound of fat looks like, I want you to stop right now and go Google what an actual one pound of fat looks like, like in a display model thing you know what i mean there's some good like <laughs> really beautiful <laughs> pictures of fat people yes. holding a giant. <laughs> but if you haven't seen that like your mind will be blown so if you're someone who's like i've only lost five pounds go google what that actually looks like from someone holding five pounds of fat or a model of five pounds of fat gone like it is astonishing like that's a huge word for me Whoa, you're welcome word. and i pronounced it right yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> we're all hitting milestones Man, today <laughs> a good day. um but anyways it's just amazing and that's why it's mind-blowing when we see these huge milestones and a lot of people don't even realize like I'm pretty sure Jesse was one of those that I was like do you realize you've hit 30 pounds gone and she's like oh wow like yeah. she didn't even realize it and it's just awesome to see and that's a true testament of someone who has their head down and they're doing the work and they're focusing on their actions versus the outcome and that's why she's seen such amazing results yeah, so congratulations exactly. Jesse Ray just taking Jesse, it one day at a time Jesse Ray yeah. I mean I just I ruined it <laughs> yeah you're doing so good all right and then next on my last shout out is Lisa Mace. She is someone that we've worked with a long time and someone who's always going to hold a special place in my heart. Um, she actually has reached it to her goal weight and made the switch to maintenance and she's going to start trying on her own pretty soon. Um, but of course, I had to give her one last shout out on our list because she's someone I just... I can't say enough good things about Lisa. She's someone who was there from the beginning with us when we started this company pretty much. Like I feel like we've worked with her for a while. Yeah, for a long time. On and off maybe, yeah. but I just feel like Lisa is one of those that's just always been such a huge supporter of us. She's always been kind. She's always been uplifting and she Extremely works. Extremely positive. Yes. All she's the time. so coachable. Yes. She never like I don't know, that's just it takes a lot for someone to take like constructive criticism in a good way. And that's always how we mean it, obviously. Like we always do it in a good way. And Lisa's someone who's just always just been, she's such an encourager to me as her coach. And it's just something that I really appreciate. And I hope she hears this because I just want her to know how much we appreciate her and her hard work. And it's just been such a blessing working with her over these this time that we've worked with her yeah. and just seeing her get to her goal way and make the switch to maintenance and be thriving and living a healthy lifestyle now is the ultimate goal. Like we would love obviously to keep all of our clients forever, yeah. but that's not <laughs> what the goal is. Our yeah. goal is to help you maintain a healthy lifestyle change and commit to that to the point where you've created these new healthy habits, just like Lisa has get to your goal weight and then kind of leave the nest and fly and do it on your own in this new life that you've created for yourself. And she's done the work and she's there and it's just so cool to see. And we're so proud of her. Definitely. Yeah. We're super proud of you, Lisa and everybody that Berg shouted. Out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Trey. All right. No, you're good. You're good. So, uh, the five that I've got, I'll start with Marissa Ragland. So she is 21, a uh, little over 21 pounds gone. She is someone that is just, she is a, She's a nurse on a helicopter, which is extremely, <laughs> one, extremely cool, but also 
she has young kids and she is extremely busy with this job. And she's and nursing. It's kinda, and she's nursing. And it's, I mean, it's, it's, she has a very demanding job and she's someone that, you know, to see her working so hard and doing so well with all that she has against her and to see her at 21 pounds, over 21 pounds gone, that is just freaking cool. I mean, I mean, she's a hustler and she is getting it. And it's just so exciting to see. She's another one that she communicates really, really well. and just Very taking, coachable. Very coachable. <laughs> How many times can I yeah. say that? But it's important. <laughs> but that's, I mean, there's a reason why they're on this list. And yes. that's because, you know, she stands out to us for sure. Because she is somebody that is just constantly communicating. When she struggles, she lets us know. She's somebody that's really good about giving herself grace. And, you know, when she does have a tough day. And so, I mean, really, we're just extremely proud of you, Marissa. So, you just keep it up. Woo-hoo. All right. Next one on our list is Michael Ramirez. <laughs> so, yeah. he And he, well, I think we've shouted him out a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But he's already at 23 pounds gone. So, he is just, yeah, you know, the Ramirez crew. They're killing it. <laughs> they and really are. They really are. are. And they're just so kind. They I mean, they're are. just. So positive and so nice. Positive. Like, yeah. it's always a breath of fresh air, like, whenever I open any of their texts. Because even if they had, a, like, an off day or even if they're struggling with something, it's always, like, said in a positive way yeah. or in a nice way. And, like, I don't, I can't tell you how much that we appreciate that because that's not always the case. Yeah. When you do what we do for a living, you're like, you're an, it's inevitable. You're going to run into some people that aren't the nicest. Um, and if you know me in real life, you know that that was probably my biggest struggle doing what we do is having to just take that with a grain of salt because people who don't know me in person talk to me through a screen. But that's why people like the Ramirez crew and everyone really, I would say probably 99% of our clients, like you're so, uh, we're so appreciative of your kindness and support um, because it really, it does. It just yeah. means a lot. They're awesome. So yeah, super proud of you guys and way to go, Michael. Keep it up. Did you say he lost 23 pounds? Yes, I did. Oh, I can miss that. No, you're good. Yeah, about 14 minutes ago, oh, we went okay. off a tangent Sorry, about, I was no, no, so no, proud you're of good, you. are good. No, yeah. And the next one on our list is Stephanie Bailey. She's another breastfeeding mom. She's somebody that we go back with. Way back. To Andrews. Yeah, we yeah, went we to high school with her. with her. Well, I guess all the schools with that's her. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and she, yeah, so she's at 15.8, right under 16 pounds gone. And tough thing about her, she's had to, she's had COVID, you know, their whole family has had COVID and had some sickness recently. But the cool thing is, is she hasn't taken that as a, you know, a reason to, to quit or a reason to, to, you know, make any excuses. She's just doing it anyway. And yeah. she's work, still working hard. And she's got goals and she is pushing hard. And we're super, super proud of you, Stephanie. So keep it up. All right. And the next one on our list is Stephanie Samola. And she is 10 pounds gone. And so what, she's like one pound, or she's a few pounds away from yeah. her goal weight. She's so, so close. Yes. It's awesome. And she is Again, on fire right now. we need now. a victory bell. That's so right. when people hit their goal weight, we can start ringing it. Exactly. So she is on fire right now with 10 pounds gone and just really working hard through the summer, which is tough sometimes. And she's just rocking it and doing an awesome job. So we're super proud of you, Stephanie. So keep it up. All right, last one on my Another list. Another Stephanie. We're just ending with three <laughs> right. Stephanies. Woo! Stephanie, Stephanie's Stephanie, are Stephanie. Stephanies were dominated this this <laughs> well, month. month you know? Like three months <laughs> is the last time we did an episode. But no, so the last one on our list is Stephanie Murphy. And she's another one of those. I think we've shouted her out right at the beginning when she first yeah, started. Yeah, she's just as a hustler. She's somebody that like, 
every day that I sent her on the under on the fundamental skill stuff, she would have some kind of feedback, which Just I love because she was like, okay, she said, you know, I'd say, okay, day three is using your food scale. Yeah. She said, okay, I've got this down. I've watched the video. I have questions about this. How yes. do I do that? Oh, you know, that like, is honestly like a dream for us. Yeah, and so <laughs> and man, and, she, and we've worked really hard with her, and she has done a great job. She's a great communicator. She is, and just just killing. She's it. had, you know, and she hasn't had perfect weeks, but she's had. You know, but it didn't matter because each time she was like, okay, here's what How I did can wrong. I learn here's where from I this. struggled. Here's, mm-hmm. and here's what I've learned from, you know, she's taking all the tools that we've given her and just really running with it. So seeing her at 23 pounds gone, 22, 22, uh, 22 pounds almost, gone. 22.2. Is, I mean, it's so cool just seeing her crushing it. Yep. Just every week. And she's another one of those. She's just so positive yeah. and nice to talk to. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Like, like, again, we just appreciate like attitude and mindset and perspective are really I would say even like three of the top best things you can do to improve your health. Like sure, like obviously you have to eat healthy, you have to move your body, you got to do all those things. But even if you're doing those, if your attitude sucks, your mindset sucks, you're not coachable, which what I mean by that is like, if we tell you like, oh, maybe you should try this and you're like, okay, and then never (laughs) do it. Or you're like, no, I know better. I'm not doing that. Or that's stupid. Or just combative almost. Like we've had clients where we're like, I can see what you're doing and this would really help benefit you if you would just do it this way. And they're like, "Mm mm-mm. Or just like refuse to do it. That's what I mean by like being coachable. Being coachable enough to where you can get out of your own way and realize maybe I don't know it all or I wouldn't be needing help. Or maybe I could try it this way if this way isn't working for me, even though I don't quite understand why they're wanting me to do that. I'll give it a try. And then that's what I mean. Like she's very open-minded. She's very responsive to critiques and feedback that we give her. And she's willing to do what we say and adapt the tools to her life and use them. <laughs> yeah. And there's people on this list we've, 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 uh, recommended things to like, Hey, eat this. And they mm-hmm. say, you know what? I tried that and, and I didn't it, like it. Awesome. Let's try another <laughs> that's approach. Okay but at least too. you're willing to try. That's, exactly. that's my point. Like everybody and, on this list is that way. Yes. They're all willing to try. They're that's all why they've hit hard. these really big milestones Exactly. That's because why their mindset it. and their perspective is awesome. But we're going to quit rambling yeah, about sorry. this now. I feel like, <laughs> but I, um, the topic that we wanted to talk to or talk to talk to you about today (laughs) we wanted to talk about today is having uh, making sure when you're like starting out on whatever journey you're starting out at that you're having realistic goals um, to get to where you want to be and what I feel like we've seen this overwhelming like recurring theme I feel like lately of people who will like set these like really awesome goals But the season that they're in and the lifestyle that they're living right now or what they're willing to do and what they're not willing to do isn't aligning with those goals being realistic for them. And they might be realistic in a different season, but in this season, it's not. And like, I'll just use myself, throw myself under the bus for an example, because um, let's say uh, before we moved and before we launched MacroWorks and worked full time and owned our own business and had three kids and moved six hours away to a different town like um and started a completely different lifestyle and before I got rhabdo and got sick and couldn't train the way that I used to train I was about 10 pounds less than I am right now I'm still at a very healthy weight don't get me wrong I feel great I look okay like I'm not at my happy weight I would say but I'm at a very healthy weight and I feel good and I'm feeling strong in the gym and it's safe for me. Health markers are all Health markers are great. Really I good. eat very healthy every single day. I feel great throughout the day. I'm sleeping good. All of these things that I use to track my progress now versus back then are great. 
But that doesn't mean that I don't get in my head sometimes and wish like, oh, when I see pictures of me pre-rhabdo, pre-moving and all of those things, when I see myself then, I'm like, man, I wish I could look like that again, which I feel like is a normal way for people to feel. But when you think about that realistically, I'm at a time in my life right now where when back then, before I got sick and it was safe for me to be in a deficit, (laughs) Mm. like a strict deficit and train for hours a day, I could maintain that. I could maintain weighing 10 pounds less than I do now. I could maintain having a six pack. Like I looked the part, but what that meant was in that season of my life, I was training for about two hours a day minimum with some really, really, really fit people. Um, I wasn't like even getting off track anytime we would go on vacation or anytime we would do anything. I was spot on with my macros. Like, and if I had to be in a situation where I couldn't, I would almost panic or not even want to go. And then if I, or not go. (laughs) And then like, if the kids wanted to have like a lake day or something, it was almost like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Cause how am I going to go to the gym? Like, and so when I think about it that way, was that really healthy? Like, was that really lived like living when I was 10 pounds lighter than what I am? So yeah, it's great right now to say, I wish I could lose 10 pounds and look like that again. But at what cost? Am I willing to do what it actually takes to get to that, that body type? No, I'm in a season right now in my life where I enjoy going to the gym for an hour a day, most days, but it's also okay if I can't go because the kids have an event. I'm at a place in my life now where if I'm in a deficit, I cannot safely train the at the level that I'm training right now because I had rhabdo and it's not safe for me to do so so cutting back on my training right now just isn't something that I'm willing to do and so in order to be in a deficit I would have to do that because I can't push my body that hard and not fuel it properly and so for me it's just not realistic um that being said or like my point is I can't say I want to lose 10 pounds. That's a great goal. And I would still be healthy if I lost 10 pounds, but I'm not willing or capable of doing what it takes to get to that body type right now in the season I'm in. Right now, my main focus is being a mom, running a business, um, which means working really long hours some days and not having time to prioritize my fitness some days or not having like, I want to go, we're going on vacation next week. I want to have fun with the kids and not be stressed out because I'm not hitting my macros perfectly. And that's okay, but I also can't be in a deficit right now and do those things. And so that's kind of my point. Like we have clients that come to us all the time that are like, I want to weigh 120 and look jacked. (laughs) And I'm like, awesome. Okay. So, or build muscle. I want to build muscle and tone or most of it, they say I want to tone, which means they want to build muscle. You can't tone unless you have muscle under your skin. Like that's just how it works. So I'm like, okay, great. What's your lifting like right now? Oh, I don't lift. I only run for an hour a day. Okay. Well, (laughs) are you willing to strength train? Nope. Well, then how do you expect to build muscle? And so that's kind of the point. Like if you're going to set a goal for yourself, you need to make sure you're in a season of your life where you're able to execute it and stay on it consistently. And if you're not, that's okay. Just because I'm in a season of my life right now where I don't want to commit to the level that I was at when I was 10 pounds lighter safely doesn't mean I failed. It just means I have different goals in different seasons. Right now, my goal's are to feel healthy and feel strong in the gym and work out as hard as I can safely and actually feel good after my workout and not feel like I'm dying after my workout. And that's a great goal to have. Like, but I also want to lose 10 pounds, but I have to be realistic about how I'm going to get there. And that's just not realistic for me. So why would I put myself 
through struggling to do so when I know it's not an attainable goal. And then I end up feeling like a failure because I can't stick with an unattainable goal when in reality, I'm probably doing really, really well. But I made, I set myself up to feel like a failure um, when really I'm doing great. And that's another thing that we see a lot of times with clients who do start with us that set these unattainable goals for their season that they're in. So they say they want to be in a cut, even though they're at a healthy weight. This is just an example. And so they start doing it and then they're going over calories every single day. They're not hitting their targets once. They're not working out ever because they're so like stressed with work or things that are different in the season or it's summer and they're going on vacations and doing all these things. But they also want to do a cut, but they're not in a season where they can commit to that. So then what happens is they start feeling defeated. They start feeling like they failed. And then they end up quitting because they're like, I'm a failure. Why am I even doing this? But really, you're not a failure. You just didn't set, set attainable goals for yourself. A more realistic goal for someone like that in the summer, going on vacations and doing all these things would say, hey, I'm going to maintain my weight right now because that's realistic where I'm at. And that way, even throughout the summer, I'm not going to gain 10 pounds because I'm still going to be tracking. I'm going to be on maintenance, so it's a little bit easier, but I'm still holding myself accountable. But I'm having realistic and attainable goals set for myself that I know I can accomplish and stay consistent with. And then when this season is over, I can go back to a deficit if I choose to, and I have set myself up to be at a place where I can mentally and physically safely commit to a deficit and know that I'm going to be able to execute the things that are going to take me to the goals that I have. If you're not, then you're just spinning your wheels and like, it's, it's frustrating yeah. for you and for your coach. Like, cause we want you to accomplish any goal you set for yourself. But if it's an unattainable goal, why are we trying so hard? You yeah. know what I mean? You know, I've, for me, I have a couple of clients just, just in mind of, of just from things that people that were one that we're working with and one, she's a previous client and, you know, with this, well, I'll go with the first one. This, he's, he's a new, newer client mm -hmm. and his goals are, you know, to, he wants to lower his body fat percentage, but he also wants to get off of cholesterol and blood pressure medicine. And he's a young, he's excellent. a young guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's a young guy and these are excellent goals. Mm -hmm. and, you know, those are really great goals. And, but just working with him for the short time, we've kind of looked and it's like, he, he also has an extremely busy, demanding job where he rarely gets to eat lunch. He's, he gets called out. He's I mean, it's just a, he has a, just a demanding job. Yeah. And Unpredictable. yes, but, but the thing is too, that's, that's what the really cool thing is about this is that, you know, he can still accomplish those goals. Maybe not in the way that he, you know, the body fat percentage thing is takes, you know, it takes some, some, some work. It's going to take some you know, I mean, it's, it's a commitment for sure. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is he's really willing to learn. He's willing to take, you know, he's, his struggle right now is he does, he eats like something really small for breakfast, pretty much skips lunch almost every day, has a little snack while he's working, if he has time, and then comes home and eats a huge, like <laughs> 1600, 2000 calorie dinner um, a night. Yeah. And it's usually not something very healthy. So, and it's because he's trying to get his calories in mm -hmm. and he's like, man, I'm, I'm cause he, he's, he's not a big guy, but he does, he's pretty, he's very active and he does work out, but it, you know, so his calorie target is pretty high. And so in his, for him, he feels like that's the only way that he can reach his target. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that we're really working with him 
on is because if he wants to improve his those the health markers first right. of all he can't do that eating pizza and like and, on a macro you know, standpoint like that looks great he's hitting he's his hitting targets, his targets yeah. but again we're talking about what your overall goal is is to improve health markers yes. and doing it that way is not going to achieve yeah. that goal so you have to be realistic with your execution too and so i think that that's a great like like point whenever you set a goal for yourself like for me i want to lose 10 pounds is not enough to just say, okay, cool, I'm going to do it. You have to say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, but what is that going to take? Am I willing to like go on vacation and hit my macros? Am I willing to like say no to parties? Like if I, if I get invited, am I willing to go out to eat and choose a healthy option when everyone around me isn't choosing healthy option? Am I willing to prep and plan and do what's supposed to do in order to hit my macros consistently? And if you're not, then you don't need to be in a deficit, right. like period. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, I mean, that's the thing is people feel like they have to, you know, you know, have these unattainable goals. There's some that are like, well, I weighed this in high school. Well, like, yeah, but you also hadn't had kids yet. And you were also very (laughs) active and you also weren't sitting, you know, you also didn't have a desk job. You were also, you know, playing three different sports. are going to yield different results (laughs) and and goals. Now you're 50. You aren't, you're not 16. So you're not going to have a 12 pack if you don't ever want to go to the gym. Exactly. And, you know, and then the, you know, there's the other client that I had, you know, just in mind and she's somebody that was her, her biggest struggle was time management. Mm -hmm. And she had the hardest time staying on track because she was overcommitted and she was trying to do all these. She's a, I mean, She's volunteering and doing just amazing things for, you know, in her community and for her church and for her kids. And she's doing all these really cool things, but it's making her life very hard Yeah, and she's not happy with it. And that's the thing. It's like in a lot of the volunteering she's doing is not out of because she wanted to. It's because she felt like she, nobody else is going to. And the thing, tough thing about that is, you know, she has a choice, you know, she doesn't have to do those things. Yeah. You know, every, we kind of get it in our head sometimes that like, well, if I don't, somebody's got to, yeah. well, you know, somebody will step up or, you know, or if you can find a way to do it, cool. But if you can't and you, you know, if you want, she had these, she had a goal to lose and it was a, not a good amount of weight, but she, she wanted to lose some weight, but was not willing to plan, not willing to do, <laughs> you know, the, what went into it. And she was doing all these extra things and causing all this extra stress that was making it extremely, extremely hard for her. And honestly, and then one day I just told her, I was like, hey, let me just tell you something. All these things that you're volunteering for are not, you know, you know, they're not bringing you joy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, volunteering is awesome. And, and we want you to do those things. And you should. I mean, it's, you know, giving and serving is biblical. You yeah. need to. You should. And it feels so good to do those things. But, but not if it's taking away from your overall health. And it's like, okay to do it. And it's okay to say no in the season because she also has young kids. <laughs> and that was the thing. That's what I was trying to get a, get through to her was like, hey, this may not be the time for you to do all the volunteering yeah. because you just don't have the time. I mean, you, and that's the point. you can like, pick and choose. Exactly. Like but, the intent is there yeah. and it's great. It's the same concept for like someone saying like me, I want to lose 10 pounds or whatever. Yeah. But are you willing to do what it takes to do that? Because if you're not, then you don't even need to start. Like you need to have attainable goals. But I think also on the other side of that, when it, even just not talking about like having like sustainable or attainable goals that you set for yourself, it's also having a realistic expectation of what you're getting into. Like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like these last couple of weeks, we have had multiple clients that start and a week later, they're already ready to quit because they're like, well, I'm just not motivated or well, I thought I could do it. 
And I think that it's like, and a lot of these are people who have like started and stopped multiple times. And the reason they keep doing it is because of course, the day you sign up, you're excited. You're going to like motivation is there and you're feeling great. Well, that motivation lasts if you're lucky a day. Like <laughs> most of the time, it's not even a Maybe full day. A month if yeah, you're at the most. At the most. <laughs> but what these people are experiencing is they're not having like realistic expectations going into what it takes to actually create a lifestyle change. So what happens is they start, they get in a week, a weekend, and then Saturday hits and people are drinking or people are going out to eat or whatever, and they're like, "Well, this is hard. I just don't want to. I quit." Instead of like realizing, "Hey." This is, I'm not going to wake up every single day and want to do it. It's not realistic to think that you're going to be motivated and like excited about this every single day. But as an adult and as humans, we know we do things every single day that aren't necessarily exciting because we want the outcome that comes from that. Like I don't brush my teeth every morning because I'm excited to do it. I brush my teeth every morning because if I didn't, they would fall out of my head and it would like, wouldn't be pretty. Like I don't do laundry every day because I'm excited about it. I do it because if we didn't do it, we wouldn't have clothes to wear. And that's the thing. Like People think that this is always going to be exciting and it's always going to be fun and you're just going to get the reward without having to do the work. And that's not realistic. Like anyone who was at their goal weight didn't wake up every single morning excited to eat healthy and work out. That's just not the case. That's not realistic. And so I think the disconnect with a lot of these people is they're starting and they're like, oh, well, I just don't feel like it. So I have to quit. No, you don't. Like, you don't have to lay down and play dead because motivation isn't there. You don't have to be a victim victim to your circumstances either. A realistic mindset is, man, some days I'm not going to feel like it, but I'm going to do it anyways because my goals are important and my health is important than me, than the temporary pleasures that come from giving in every single day. Yeah. Like, And so my point is like, you have to have a realistic expectations before you even start this. Like, am I going to commit? If not, why even start? If I can't commit to a, a deficit right now, then that's fine. Be okay with like reversing back up to maintenance until you can commit. Like have realistic goals. Don't sign up for a program and say, I want to have a six pack, but I'm only going to do cardio every day and I refuse to lift weights. Like, no. oh, or I'm not going to work out ever, but I want a six pack and I want to look toned. Or, I'm not going to hit my targets ever, but I want to <laughs> lose weight. Like it, that, those things do not like line up with each other. So, well, you know, I think this, the, you know, this way, this lifestyle, you know, at first it's going to be difficult. Yeah. And it's not, you know, I wouldn't even say difficult. It's going to be challenging. Yes. You know, it's just it's, different. It's new. Yes. You know, a lot of times it's new for people and it's, you know, it's out of their comfort zone. You do have to say no sometimes. You know, it's just, it's what? like little things like that. I know. <laughs> yeah. These things that, you know, they're used to doing. And I mean, it really just comes down to their habits. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you've always been a drinker and then you say, I'm not going to drink anymore and, gonna and I'm a, you're going to lose, you know, how, what's going to happen when your friends show up with a, with, you know, with a bottle of wine and say, Hey, you know, wanted to hang out with you for today, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and but, habits are yeah. so easy to make. And so e like, they're not very easy to break. And that's the thing, like. Gosh, it's just crazy to think about like who we were before we changed our lifestyle. I was just talking to a client about that this morning. Um, she had had something sweet and she was just like, man, I don't even want that stuff anymore. And I was like, it's crazy how fast you can build those habits if you can remain consistent for longer than a week. Like, yeah. um, sorry about the dogs in the background. But anyways, like it really is crazy because if I look back on, I remember having like vividly remember the feelings that I had, like whenever I was trying to eat healthy thinking I can't go a week without like what I was eating typically. Like 
I can't go a week without ice cream or a blizzard or a chicken syrup basket from Dairy Queen. Like I can't do that or whatever I was eating, like <laughs> cake every night or chips every night or you're watching shows or drinking on the weekends with our friends. Like I remember thinking like, there is no way I will be able to live if I can't do this for a week. Like I thought those were the things bringing me joy in life. But now on the other side of that, like you couldn't pay me to eat those things. Like that is not my habit anymore. And so it, you, I literally have to, would, I would have to force myself to eat that versus me seven years ago who that's all I would eat. And that's just a testament to how much you can change your habits if you can just focus on being consistent and doing it, especially at the beginning when you don't want to, empowering through and you create new habits. But had I quit that first week because, oh, I woke up on a Friday and I didn't want to, or, oh man, I got off track because those were my old habits and they're hard to break. I might as well just quit. I would still weigh 230 pounds and I wouldn't be here on this podcast right now. And I wouldn't have clients and I just definitely wouldn't be me. Like, but now I've created these habits over time. And I have realized that the things that were actually bringing me joy had nothing to do with food. If anything, I was poisoning myself and making myself depressed and miserable because of the food I was eating. The things that I thought were bringing me joy were actually causing me to be a shell of a human and not living up to my true potential and being miserable. And now the things that bring me joy are actually eating healthy, moving my body, being a good mom, being a good wife, growing in my faith. Like all of those things are what I run to for joy. And yeah. it has nothing to do with food. Like, and I, you know, and I'm sure our clients can probably, I'm sure there's times where they get a little annoyed by us where we're like, what's your plan? How are you going to plan? What are you planning for? What's your plan for the wedding? How yes. are you going to do this? What are you going to plan? Have plan, plan, plan. You know, the, <laughs> and the reason we are so adamant about planning and in building systems and things like that is because that motivation is going to go away. And if you do not have you do not have your habits or this discipline or these systems in place, you're going to fail. Yeah, and I say it all the time. But if you plan for success, it's going to be yours. If yeah. you try to wing it, it's rarely going to be. Exactly. You might get lucky here and there, but it's gonna. You can't be consistent when you're winging it ever. Like. Right. You have to, and that's, but another point to that is people are like, well, I don't always, I don't want to have to plan everything for the rest of my life. You don't have to. That's not the point. Like right now, if you're trying to work towards a specific goal, you obviously aren't at your goal weight or you're not at your physique that you want to be at or whatever. You're working towards something. So you can't do the same, like things the same you always have and expect to get to where you want to be. You have to work really hard for a period of time to get there. But just like Lisa, that Lisa Mace that we were shouting out, she's a true testament of that. Like she was really strict. She would go on vacation and stick to it. She would do all these things and make sure she was doing it. Now she's at her goal weight and she doesn't have to log her food. She doesn't have to weigh her food. She taught herself to do it without those added tools. So now ideally she's going to get to go and live her healthy life and go on vacation and just be healthy and not have to worry about it like she doesn't have to plan like because she's going to go to the restaurant and choose a healthy option because that's her new habit she doesn't have to plan for that because she knows what to do exactly that's the goal so anyways I feel like we're rambling now but (laughs) the main points that I wanted to drive across is before you set a goal for yourself make sure it's sustainable and it's realistic and that you're willing to do the things that it's going to take to get there if you're not you need to reassess what your priorities are and what your actual goal is and be adaptable for your goals like just because you feel like i want to look like i used to doesn't mean that's healthy for you in the season you're in right (coughs) sorry no you're good you're good i almost choked yeah (laughs) anyways um but be 
focus on the season you're in, what your goal should be, even if it's just being healthy and living your best life. Like do that in the season and be willing to be adaptable and change your mind on what your goals are if they aren't realistic for where you're at. And if any of you guys are like readers and want to, or even you want to listen to, you know, a book on tape, a really good one that I've read on this subject is called Take Back Your Time yes. by Christy Wright. And this is pretty much the gist of the book is uh, doing what you can in the season you're in. Yeah. And being able, you know, what should you say yes to? What should you say no to? Well, how, you know, so that it is a time management book, but it's also, you know, an extremely helpful way to really just think about what, you know, the season you're in in, a, in navigating life through those seasons. So it's really cool. I think, yeah, uh, yeah. so good. just a little, leave That's you with that. That's a good input. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, we want to hear from you. So um, we have a couple people lined up, but if you want to be on our podcast soon, let us know. You can send us a text or DM us anytime you want to. We would love to have you. Even if you're not a client, even if it's not fitness or nutrition related, like we'll have you on the show, just message us and we can work something out. Um, but we want to have feedback from you guys too. Like if there's a certain topic you want to hear about, let us know because we ultimately want to be talking about what you want to hear, not what we want to talk about. So yep. let us know and we will talk to you soon. All right. Bye guys. Bye.